Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Now they're going to hurt up. Boom, throw. They're really going to spike that ball. 20 out of bounds. They are really going to spike that ball. Oh, I see G-Max saying Jason is cheerful as ever. Can we get a smile, Jason? There we go. All right. Look at that. Kirk Cousins has won three of his last four primetime starts, y'all. Yeah, not by his hand, though. Y'all know I mute you till the clock hits zero. That's fine. And we're at zero. Fields moving around, throws deep into the end zone, caught. Just shy. They're marking it at the half yard line. Are they going to pick a field goal now? No, that's it. That's the game. Clock's right out. Somebody stop the clock with one second left. (laughs) This is funny. Oh, I'm ahead of you guys. I'm watching live. Oh, this is going to be disputed. I mean, it's a touch. Yeah, that looks like a touchdown. Pretty sure that's a touchdown. But yeah, like, David, play the music. He was David, the... play the music. We're playing the music. Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose, victory or agonizing defeat, disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket is here. Unbelievable. <laughs> and that's it. Game's over. <laughs> Oh, this team. <laughs> oh, this team. <laughs> hey, Flip, what was your tweet? What did you say the Vikings were uh, were supposed to do in this game? We were supposed to blow I said we like, should. We yeah, should. Like, what was the tweet? What did you say again? How was this game supposed to go? <laughs> I don't remember. That was like six hours ago, man. That's fair. The Vikings should That's pummel fair. the Bears tonight, demolish them. Pulverize them, rain thunder and lightning down upon them, tone them. It should be a 28 point victory, a shutout, resting starters by the third quarter, no turnovers, no missed kicks, few penalties. Just do it. 17. Yeah. What? Those 17 3. Oh, they gave him the score. They gave him the six points. Yeah, they gave him the score. This is. I don't know, man. This was uh, it's a weird one. You know, we won. The season's not over. It's what we won. We live to fight another two, week. We got the W. Two-score game. Two-score game. I mean, it, you know, was it two scores at the end? It came down to a one-score game. No. They gave him the fifth down at the end. Is eight points, one score. You got eight it. points. They gave, I, <laughs> still, <laughs> oh, my. They gave they him the gave touchdown. Him the touchdown? <laughs> yes. They gave him the touchdown. <laughs> 
Mm. All right, so uh, let's talk about this thing. Um, I don't know. This we won, and I'm happy we won. But like, whoa, what did we just watch? Like, this was among the the, the least fulfilling wins we've had in a long time. Dalvin didn't play well. Kirk didn't have a hundred yards passing. We won though. Trash. How you feeling, bro? I, I cannot believe they gave him that touchdown to make it a one-score game at the end. Uh, <laughs> Still beats. You know, I'm, I'm in. I'm in a great place. You know, uh, <laughs> we've been saying for a while now. Don't watch until the fourth quarter. And <laughs> I was, I was in transit for the entire first half, uh, which was nice because this is the first Vikings game that I've I've got to watch with my father in. In two years, seven hundred twenty days. So that's cool. That's amazing. Uh, as as he put it, this game is stupid, and he said that multiple times during the affair. And I think we can all agree with that. Yes, we can. This was one of those weird series. As uh, as you know, we start to look at some of the stats from the game. The Vikings overall had a uh, twenty-two. Looks like. Oh, let me see what he did. We had a success rate of 54.5% mm-hmm. on the game here for all of our series. The Bears were almost at 70%. So, like, in terms of moving the ball, the Bears, um, like, it, it, it feels like, and the, 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 they were saying it a lot on, on the, uh, the broadcast as well, like, the Bears, it felt like in many facets of the game, they played a lot better than, than we expected. Like, they were out there trotting out, like, dudes from... The, the practice squad guys they picked up off the street in the second players out of position i and i yeah <laughs> i for to only put up 17 points on this team with um a full set of backup defensive backs i understand that you know a lot of people say this game is won in the trenches and there was an obvious mis- mismatch in the bears favor with Akeem Hicks and crew, the Bears defensive line going up against our offensive line. Mason Cole had a very rough game. So that did change some things. But 3.2 yards per play. (laughs) I mean, what are the stats here? Kirk Cousins, 87 yards passing. That's 61 yards net passing when you include the four times he got sacked. Uh, the Vikings offense, basically, they had a touchdown drive, a 77-yard touchdown drive, sandwiched in between seven three-and-outs uh, to crazy. end that game. Seven. It's wild. Like, what is it, five yards for the Vikings in the second quarter? <laughs> I don't the, know. The play calling was atrocious. <laughs> we, <laughs> We won the game, and I don't even know what to say other than, like, we won the game. We live to play Flips Rams next week. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm good with it. Like like I said, it's a win. I'm not too hot and heavy here. It's not like I'm going to start saying Super Bowl or bust, but we got – Kirk Cousins' two-touchdown streak is alive. He's now done that in something like – 
in something like 30 games or something, third most all time in, in Vikings franchise history. Justin Jefferson got his little end zone gritty going. Never going to hate on that. Amir Smith-Marset got his, the first touchdown of Amir Smith-Marset's career in this game. And we got got to see Kenny Wongu, too, who looked good, even though, I mean, why give that guy three carries if you're going to give Dalvin 28? I'm... I I thought for a second they had learned about Dalvin in the fresh legs, but... I I just... mm. But at the end of the day, Dan is correct. Screw the stats. A win is a win is a win is a win is a win. The Bears clearly did not seem like they were a team that had any interest in winning that game. Uh, And those uniforms are hideous. Let's those those uniforms are ugly. They don't look cool. They don't look old school. They look terrible. I love them. Why? Because they look that way. They look silly. They look like Pippi Longstockings. If you're old enough to remember Pippi Longstockings. Dan, we just agreed with you. Why are you still complaining, Dan? Dan, we said, you are correct. Screw the stats. We won the game. But now we're trying to understand what happened in the game and how it is that we played our what feels like our worst game of the season. And up until that no, last no, play of the, no, no, the game. No, that was- now that did okay. not feel like one, our worst game of the season. One, one of our worst games of the season, and we win by you know, it looked like we were going to win by our biggest point, our biggest margin of the season, until you know a garbage time tutty there at the end. So we'll take the the, the W's, but like, oh, it was bad. Looking at like, so and, I, flip. I think you might have gone through all the bright spots. We got Justin Jefferson, Juan uh, Wu, look good. The Wong defense, uh, three carries, the red, the red zone defense. I, I didn't mention the defense. DJ, DJ Wanham, three uh, DJ, sacks. He had three sacks. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we got a, we, uh, we, we we got a gamecock in here. Somebody was giving a shout out to uh, the gamecocks in the in the uh, in the comments. I th- I lost them though. We shout got out a for Patrick DJ Peterson with a couple pass breakups. We got an Eric Kendricks ejection. <laughs> I don't think there's much David, to say about this one, y'all. David, how did you feel about it? Oh, I was frustrated the whole night. Um, the defense tried; they would they would get gashed, and then they would stop, and they'd get gashed, and they would stop. And the the backside played, I thought, relatively well. You saw Harrison Smith all over the place. Uh, Kendricks did get ejected. People thought that was a bad hit. I thought he was trying to come up and miss him because Fields, instead of laying back on his back, kept his head up. Um, if he'd have laid on his back, Kendricks would have flown right up, flew right over him. But it's the offense. I thought was absolute crap all game. There it is. Nicholas is the gamecock. Shout out to Nicholas and Donald. Calm the fuck down, okay? <laughs> Trying to figure out, yes, the Lions game was clearly the absolute the worst. worst game of the season. The worst game that we played in a victory, now, Donald. Apologies. I told Mary before this, <laughs> Donald, we'll sweep the division except for that one Lions, Lions loss. You think, David? Okay. Mark my words. 
Okay. And we still won't make the playoffs. Oh, uh, I don't know I if the Lions was the worst loss. I, I, I mean, Cooper Rush was worse. <laughs> I yeah, Cooper Rush was worse. <laughs> yeah, but there was a bunch like, of bad ones that they could have won. Justin, <laughs> Justin Jefferson went for one eighty two and a touchdown in that Lions game. He, he had he had one second half catch in this one. I mean, yeah, yes, uh, but Andrew, my, even at Green Bay, my highlight is the the turnovers on defense. You know, good to see uh, not just DJ Wanham, but Cam Dantzler get in there. Chris Boyd recover a fumble, just be able to hassle Justin Fields all night long. Not the toughest task in in the world, but it is good to see the defense just not crumble like they have for a few consecutive consecutive weeks and hopefully that translates into next Sunday against the Rams. That's my highlight. There it is. The highlight is the defense not completely falling apart. Even though the bears (laughs) were able to move the ball up and down the field on them, which I mean, that, that makes me a little nervous, a little nervous because the bear, I mean, but at the end of the day, we got the W, as Nick Olson would say. Mike Zimmer once again put on a clinic in the red zone, as he has been has been doing now for how many consecutive years? I don't know. It feels like five or six every year. We're Decades. tops in the league in red zone, and um, I mean that was really the game. The Bears were able to move the ball, but then forgot how to play football, or the defense played lights out once we got in the red zone, and that was the tale of things. Uh, once again. I feel like our special teams outplayed their special teams. They made all the big, the bigger mistakes. The the, the bigger ones. It's like, I guess momentum. Eric and our friends would tell us momentum's not real because every time it felt like the Bears would get it, they were just like, "We don't want this. Take it right back, please. <laughs> Have it. <laughs> we don't want to hold on to it. We'd like to commit a big penalty or muff a punt and then commit a penalty or turn the ball over and then commit a penalty." And uh, to the question, My, it's definitely Nagy who gets fired first, right? Like, there's out of the two, Nagy looked yeah, like he was trying to get well, fired today. Um, they both should, but the question is, who gets notified first so they can start hiring? You know, doing interviews here in a what after next week. I'm trying to find my low light play in the play by play right now. I don't. Oh yeah, my low light. My low light the is arm punt? It's the arm punt. Why? Why does Kirk not know how to slide? We pay the man thirty-five million dollars. He does not know how to slide or dive. And he Get dives the first a half down yard short or protect. Like what was that? He literally just like side tumbled like a three-year-old trying to do a cartwheel. What was that? And it's the and second then the time next, he's done that this season. And then the 17-yard punt the next play on fourth and inches. 17-9, to nine, Marianne. 17-9. <laughs> that is my low light. If you paid me $35 million a year, I would go out, I would buy myself a couple patches of grass, and I would just <laughs> slide. Practice. I would practice how to sliding. Justin Fields slides so well 
that linebackers are getting kicked out of the game. And, and Kirk Cousins is cartwheeling like a three-year-old. Thomas, that might be that because Kirk is a, is a Chino Pants van driving dorkwad. <laughs> My goodness. That is the, the least profane, yes, harshest burn I think I've seen uh, in these comments all season long. I just don't I like don't know. watching that. I just don't enjoy that being on the television screen. And the arm, like, I don't know. Anybody, that arm hey, pun, we, won. we did win. Oh, the we did win, and we're going to take it. Was explained that uh, Justin Jefferson was tripped up. They went back to the replay. Justin Jefferson was on the ground when he threw the ball. I know. And he, even if even if he wasn't was on the ground, why was the safety was just ball. standing there? You do. <laughs> like he would have got Justin murdered on that. <laughs> our our boy Matt Anderson got on us in the in the group chat, but like people were saying, once Kirk misses that first deep shot, you know it's going to be a day. <laughs> You know it's gonna be a day. <laughs> and where does that come from? Right. It's literally like Dalvin 30, 30, 30 carries Dalvin because Kirk's going fifty percent passing and three point seven oh. yards per ten. It's I know we're not supposed to give them any, but Akeem Hips Akeem Hicks is a dude. Like <laughs> yeah. my lord. Yeah. But with that said, why did we insist on continuing to try to run the ball at him? <laughs> like David, you I mean, and, David, I'm I'm going to ask you an actual like a question. Let's dig into something. Let's try to talk about something other than like what the hell did we just watch? We won the game, but we're not really sure how it happened. Okay, offensive oh, sure line. You're dealing with a game wrecker like Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. What could the Vikings have done differently in this game? to not let Akeem Hicks completely destroy everything they were looking to do. You double him or you run away from him? I mean, it looks like they tried to run away from him well, a couple times, and that didn't work. Well, either. you got a good one on the what I, what I think you do here is you start to make that Chicago defense move laterally, which I didn't see. We didn't see they did a lot of wide receiver screens, quick tosses. Um. We didn't see anything into the flats, swing passes, or anything like that. We didn't see them purposely move the pocket for Kirk Cousins. Um, and I think those types of things would have helped. It was like we That's gave just, up because we tried to do a couple screens to the outside early. Roquan Smith blew one up. I think Ogletree blew another one up. And then we just said, okay, well, that's not going to work. Let's not do that anymore. Dalvin, just run 30 carries ahead. up the middle. We're yeah, just going to run me, straight why at Why are them. we throwing all those screens when you had a replacement secondary? I think you, I think you throw the screens to draw that secondary up. Draw them closer to the line of scrimmage, then you go deep on them. I'm okay with that. Uh, they should have I mean, mixed that them up with routes, flooding aside, running crossers. It worked on the one touchdown to uh, um, ISM where they ran Justin across this way and ISM this way, and ISM broke out as the defender stayed on Justin. They should have done more of that during the game. It would have made more sense. 
you attack weaknesses, not strengths. Um, as for Akeem Hicks, he's obviously their strengths. You either double it and try to, you know, eliminate it, or you go where he isn't. It's and that's moving everybody. Like you said. So yeah, flip, I think we all we, we all question. knew we were gonna lose that battle. Go ahead, Jason. No, Flip, we just had the question. So when you see something like this, doesn't make any sense. Uh David just put it up on the screen. Who do you like you know, we 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 keep doing the pie chart of blame on the offense, but like we have a game like this that doesn't look the way we expect it to look. Is that a Kirk thing? Like when you were looking at things, was it a Kirk execution thing that you found to be at the root of our issues, or did you feel like it was more um, as somebody else said earlier, just a run, uh, run, run, pass, punt, uh, play calling mix. Which one kind of did you find to be more bothersome as you were kind of watching the game and it not unfolding maybe the way that you thought it was going to? Uh, in in that game specifically, it, it, the offensive line is just garbage. So, like, if you want, if you want to make a pie chart of the blame, Rick Spielman's going to be at the top of it for me. <laughs> Because, oh my God, they can't do anything up the middle. And I don't. I, I think you do have to, you know, establish a balanced offense in 2021, um, especially when Adam Thielen is out. You've lost Irv Smith for a year. So they were right to target Justin Jefferson 10 times in this game. They didn't target anybody else more than three times. I think that was the right call, but, you yeah, know, but- well, Justin you, Jefferson, you do you hoped... remember any drops? No. I mean, Kirk was a little inaccurate. I'm, I'm not saying Kirk is completely absolved of blame, but number one for me is the offensive line. Number two is, again, again, I haven't – I mean, this is fresh. You know, the game just ended. I didn't even know the final score of this game, but in my opinion – um, I think that we expected not just, just Justin Jefferson, but Amir Smith-Marset, D.D. Westbrook, Kyler Conklin to win some of their matchups against that weak secondary. And we just we really didn't see it. We did not see receivers running wide open down the field. So maybe there's something there. And then, yeah, I mean, if we ever trade Kirk Cousins away, I, I don't think I'm going to shed a tear. But... That's that's my pie chart of blame. Offensive line, receivers, and then Kirk. There it is. Yeah, Mason Cole. It 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 yeah. it was not suitable <laughs> it, for work after a while there. Like he he was yeah, what they were doing to him was was just Yeah. It was ungodly. Why would you why would you get a guy just like who looks exactly like Garrett Bradbury? He's got like the same exact physique. If they were wearing the same number, you would not be able to tell them apart. Like <laughs> Mary, is that sarcasm that I that I'm saying sarcasm? Yes. You're not feeling that this was a dominant team win by the Minnesota Vikings, Mary. <laughs> it was a W. Hey, Jason, I wanted to ask you: Do you know how many uh, subscribers we have to our YouTube station? Oh, I'm not on there right now, but I can look it up, David. Please do. Tell me how close we are. Our goal is okay, a thousand, I, I, everybody. We want a thousand subscribers. We are four away, David. Oh, we gained four one. Four away. We the show. That's awesome. Yeah, we are four away. We're going to auction off some of Dave's art when we get there. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're calling him. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, I have I'm no loving the comments. I'm loving the comments. <laughs> that do? was the I first. Miss- I mean, <laughs> wow. We need four followers and we need four wins to make the playoffs. Let's go. So let's do it. Let's go. And uh, right. we're talking I like our about chances one better. of my wonderful pieces of artwork. I keep generating them at least a Oh, one or two a week for the Vikings, and uh, just posted one earlier today before the game, Vikings D-line versus the Chicago Bears O-line from years past. Yeah. Can you give us one of Mason Cole? Uh, I could. Do I want to? I mean, I use my art to inspire, not to disappoint. You just have one of like Akeem Hicks throwing Mason Cole. It could be like the like the dirty dancing scene, but it's Mason Cole being held up by Akeem Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you I, ha- I think you have it in you, David. Got, I'm gonna I'm gonna interview my father for the final sentence. If you could give us one one sentence on your thoughts of the Vikings win over the Bears. What the weirdest game I've ever seen them play. The weirdest game yep. he's ever seen them play. There you go, Pops y'all. is on it. He's right. <laughs> Pops is on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? What else is there to say other than that? One of the weirdest games, yeah. I mean, we won. <laughs> but we won. But we so won. we'll take it. We're, we're uh, at 500. Seven we, and I mean, seven. That, that's where we that's, – that's our spot. <laughs> That's what we like. We, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to rise too high. There might be expectations or something if we actually start to get too far yeah. above five hundred. Yep. Five hundred feels it feels comfortable. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I don't know. That's all David, I got, y'all. David, it's all we got. It was a weird ass game. We're happy we won. We get to play again in a couple of days, and uh, it's a good thing that the team we're playing next doesn't have a very good defensive line so it shouldn't be a problem we should yeah. be okay <laughs> it should be fine and flips going to that game are you not to the rams no the rams game is in minnesota and it's oh, okay. december okay. up there no i'm not <laughs> all right um, <laughs> not, the rams game doing. is on the 26th it's a sunday and i believe it's a nooner um and we'll see how that goes but being the 26th, that's Boxing Day for those that live over in the British Isles. And for the rest of us, it's the day after Christmas. And it is Christmas week. And I want to wish all of our viewers, our commenters, and our family, you've meant a whole lot to us. And I do appreciate that you've become family. You ask each other where each other is at if one is missing. Uh, you've sent us love. And uh, we appreciate that, and we want to reciprocate. We love you guys just as much. We hope you have a safe, a very happy, joyous, um, Merry Christmas. From us here at Climb in the Pocket, Jason and Flip. Yes, indeed. To Merry all of Christmas, you. y'all. Happy holidays. And Enjoy we some, some time sh- off from work. Yep. And we should have some more shows this week. And there's plenty of Vikings to talk about always. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe and ring that bell so you know when we're There we go. 
Skull Bike. Friends. Skull Bike. Skull Play the music. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Skull, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.